Welcome to our Trails to Empowerment podcast. We hope to inspire you with stories of empowerment, personal transformation and adventures in the wilderness. Here, we overcome physical, mental and emotional challenges every day to make a difference in our own lives, the lives of others and the world. So, we hope this episode will encourage you to live your life remarkably. In this episode, we will talk about big horn sheep. We hope you enjoy it. Hey, I'm Charlie. I'm 22 years old and today I'm reading my blog story, Big Horn Sheep and Big Creek, for you. In summary... Recording the number of bighorn sheep in the area is vital to understanding the population, determine survival rates, and assess how best we can work to conserve the species. Each wildlife sighting is recorded so we can create an accurate count of the sheep in the area. Whilst riding the Big Creek Provincial Park, north of the South Dakota Mountains Provincial Park, we took the opportunity to scout for California bighorn sheep, Ovis canadensis californiana. The Wilderness Stewardship Foundation, WSF's goal, is to conserve the area around the South Dakota Mountains Provincial Park into the future. One of the ways its goal is achieved is by recording the numbers of animals seen in the area. This is achieved through counts and recording the wildlife observed by WSF's partner, Shilcroton Holidays, who frequently rides in the area. Our wildlife sightings forms are filled out on every trip into the mountains. Our wildlife sightings forms are filled out on every trip into the mountains. They record the date and time the animal was seen, the location, number of individuals, and age and sex of this can be determined. We also make notes about the habitat and behaviour, as well as how far away the animal was from the observer. The details recorded on the sheet allow us to identify the sheep herds and ensure there is no double counting, which gives us an accurate representation of how many animals are in the area. In Chilcotin Holiday's 5,000 square kilometre ecotourism territory, where the majority of WSF work is carried out, there are currently two groups of bighorn sheep, each numbering around 150 individuals. The first group range in the Shelaps Mountains in the east of our territory, the second in the Big Creek area in the north. However, this herd migrates across the boundary of the South Dakota Mountains Provincial Park and Big Creek Provincial Park. This provides an additional challenge for recording the numbers, as Big Creek is in Region 5, whereas the South Dakotans is Region 3, meaning different government officials control the area. The sheep, of course, pay no attention to the boundary line, crossing it as they please. When scouting for animals, we first search an area using binoculars. Although mountain goats stand up clearly on the rocks with their bright white coats, big horn sheep are brown while camouflaged to their surroundings. Even at a close distance, they can be difficult to spot with the naked eye. Each species have different habitat areas they prefer to occupy. Sheep are usually found higher up on mountainsides. They will graze on patches of grass more than halfway up the slope and will make their beds above rocky outcrops. This gives them an excellent view of their surroundings, so they can identify approaching predators or threats. During the day, between approximately 10am and 4pm, the wind blows up the mountainside, meaning any sounds or scents are easy for the sheep to detect sitting on their rocks. If the sheep are threatened, they will move uphill towards the skyline. This gives them a better vantage point. With nothing above them, all sensory information will blow up the hill towards them. This is their safest position. When moving across mountains, the sheep often use the same trails which become well-defined in the mountainsides. To find the sheep, we look for fresh tracks on the trails or across the mountains. Sometimes it's possible to follow fresh tracks with our binoculars all the way to where the sheep are sitting or grazing. As the sheep blend into their surroundings so well, it is easier to find the tracks which allows us to see if there are sheep in the area before searching for well-hidden bighorns. In the Big Creek area, we can easily use tracks to determine the presence of sheep as goats aren't present in this area. However, in the Shulaps Mountains, goat and sheep habitats overlap, meaning from a distance it can be difficult to identify a track as a sheep or goat. This means in the Shulaps area, we need to see the animals the track belongs to so we can correctly identify them. But, in the Big Creek area, seeing a track will tell us there are sheep in the area. We were privileged enough to observe four bighorn rams grazing on the Klokata Ridge. First, we found only one sheep. Although the sheep are mostly brown, they have white butts. If they are facing away from us, they are easier to spot against the rock of the mountains. 
We quickly identified this sheep as a ram using the spotting scope. Rams and ewes both have horns, but ewes are shorter and more spiked. Rams' horns are curled into a spiral. Their horns are constantly growing, and at around six to eight years of age become full curl. However, as the horns continue to grow, the tips are broken off, meaning the ram becomes three-quarter curl. The horns will grow back, so an old sheep can become full curl again. The annuli rings on a ram's horns can be used to age it. Each year, during the mating season, a new ring is formed. This is a stress point as the ram is focused on mating, not on grazing and obtaining the right nutrients, which causes a ring to form in the horn. As we watched this first ram graze using the spotting scope, we were able to identify two more in the same area. We continued to observe them, and then realised there was a fourth ram away to the left. The distance was too great to count the annuli rings, but we could see two were full curl. It was early September. At this time of year, the rams and ewes live separately, which meant the ewes wouldn't be near these rams. The mating season happens in November, so in two months the rams and ewes would come into the same area, but for now, they could be a mile apart. We had found 12 sheep bears at the top of a rock bluff across the valley. We knew they would all belong to rams, and that meant there were eight more rams in the area, hidden behind rocks, in gullies, or over ridges. A threat to the sheep in the Shulaps Mountains is bighorn sheep pneumonia complex, which is transmitted by domestic sheep and goats to the wild population. While domestic sheep can be treated with antibiotics and so survive the disease, this cannot be the case for bighorn sheep. Lambs in particular will die from the disease, which results in low herd recruitment. The percentage of the lambs will die from the disease, meaning there are fewer sheep surviving to adulthood, reducing the number of sheep in the breeding population. This effect is seen in the numbers of lambs in the two sheep groups. In the Big Creek area, we found a herd of 31 ewes and lambs, with about half of the group being lambs. This is the expected scenario where each ewe has a single lamb. However, in the shoe laps, we found a group of 22 ewes and lambs, containing only six lambs. This is why it is so important we record the age and sex of the sheep, not just their numbers. A group of 22 could seem like a good number, but with only six lambs, this is a sign the disease is having an impact on the population. Developing a vaccine for domestic sheep would prevent them from spreading the disease to wild populations. But until this happens, pneumonia could have a significant impact on the bighorn population. The herd size could be affected and the sheep might migrate further to avoid the disease. Observing the group dynamics of the herd was fascinating. As the ewes and lambs moved across the mountainsides, grazing, there was always a lead ewe who would guide them. The lambs would run and play, returning to their mothers to feed. Sometimes, the ewes would let them feed. Most times, they would push them away. The lambs were being weaned onto eating grass, but they seemed reluctant to make this move. One day, we observed a group of eight ewes appear on the skyline. They had felt threatened by something and had moved to a safer area, keeping high up so they could sense their environment. However, the four rams, knowing they were in no danger, grazed contentedly the entire time we observed them. We can never know for sure what the future will hold for these majestic wild animals, but with the ongoing commitment of WSF to conserving these sheep in their unique habitat, we know they will continue to thrive in this unique ecosystem for generations to come. If you want to be a part of this commitment to stewardship, why not join us for an internship with the Wilderness Stewardship Foundation? Located in the wilderness of the South Dakota's mountains, this is the perfect place to learn from and conserve nature. Thank you guys for listening to our podcast and being part of our community. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that we've encouraged you to strive for the best. Please share the content that brought value to your life with others so we can inspire as many people as possible. We'll keep you posted on our next episode if you signed up on our community website or follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Until then, have an amazing day.